Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 54 of the Seize Us Show. Back at it. It's been about a week and a couple days, so I'm excited to get back on it. You know what I'm saying? My boy Trey's right here. I'm not going to introduce him yet. Don't get too excited yet. Um, but yeah, it's another episode. I uh, hope you guys like the official launch of the first episode. Like I said, um, definitely, you know, subscribe to my channel, Sir Caesar TV. Um, I'm going to upload the full videos first, and then throughout the week, I'll upload some individual topics. So definitely, you know, take a look at that. Subscribe, rate, comment, do what you got to do. Doing big things out here, you know what I'm saying? And uh, what I want to say is I want to recap you guys on last week's episode, which is episode 53, my boy Trey right here. And I discussed the NBA Finals recap, Steph's legacy, Katie's injury, Katie's free agency, the Warriors, how the Warriors are going to look next off next um, offseason. Well, going into next season, uh, you know, is Kawhi the best player in the league, the AD trade, CP3, Harden, um, Beef, and just much, much more. So that was pretty good. Um so I kind of just want to get into it. But before I get into it, you know, I got to introduce my co-host. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my boy, Trey. What's good, y'all? How's it going? Um, hope everybody's doing well. You know, right back another week. Episode 54? 54 of the season show? You already know what's going ah, on. Ah, keeping, ah. The, keeping the thing rolling. And I'm going to make an effort to, like, talk into the mic this week. We're gonna see how that goes. Yeah, talking, but, talk, talking to the mic, talking to the mic, looking, looking the camera. How you guys doing? Look at the camera and talking to the mic. So, um, now nah, let's get it rolling, man. It's a it's draft episode. Let's do it. Draft episode edition. Let's get it. So the NBA draft took place last week. Was it Thursday? Last Thursday. Last week Thursday. Um, for the most part, I, I kind of tuned into the necessary picks. Uh, but overall, it's pretty solid. So what I really want to highlight, what I really want to talk about today is the the lottery picks. Um, and, you know, we may talk about some players that uh, we thought that were slept on and who were the overall winners and whatnot. So we can start now. So obviously the first pick went to the New Orleans Pelicans. Lord knows. I'm trying to still figure out how did they even get the first pick. But with the first pick, they ended up getting... Of my world <laughs> is in Zion. Zion. Shout out Lauren Hill. <laughs> they got Zion first pick. It was pretty much a given. We all knew this from the jump, um, and and it was and it was dope. And like not even really just talking about Zion and what he what he's going to do on the court. Um, it was just pretty exciting uh, to see him finally seize that moment. You know, he got up there. Uh, he was happy to shake the commissioner's hand, and then they have this little other stage to the right of the um, actual stand, and he went to go talk to his interviewer. I can't remember her name. Sorry about that. Um, and then, you know, they were just talking about, yo, now that you're here, like, how you feeling? And he was basically saying, yo, this is, like, very, very surreal. Um, I didn't think I was going to be here. Um, and it was wow. just crazy. His mom pulled up, too, started crying, um, and his mother was just talking about, like, how, you know, she was coaching him until he was like the age of 14. And he was really crying, telling us how basically his mom put um, her dreams aside, you know, just so, you know, he could be successful. So that just really made me think about, um, you know, kids our age, um, our generation, and even before our generation, whose parents literally put their dreams on hold just yeah. to see their kids make it, um, their their kids chase their dreams. So uh, that was pretty dope to see, man, and nothing but love for him. Um, how do you feel about Zion going no more picking? What do you think it means for the NBA? Well-deserved. I feel like Zion could be LeBron-esque. Um, I think he does, from a, from a jump shot standpoint, I'm not sure if 
And granted, I don't think we honed in on it as much for LeBron, but dude, he, physical, physically, he's the closest thing we've seen to a LeBron James uh, in the last decade. Mm-hmm. So I think Zion, I I believe personally, he's going to make a real impact on the league right off the bat. Definitely down there with the Pelicans. I feel like they're doing something um, very young, very special. They could be kind of like a Denver Nuggets-ish kind of final product. Um possibly going towards how Sacramento have been these last few years. Um, just, you know, a pesky team, a uh, team with some good young talent, see what happens. Uh, Zion in college averaged 22 points, eight rebounds, one assist. That 22 points sticks out. But, you know, he affects every play that he's involved in when he's on the court because his athletic ability, which leads to defensive ability, and then offensive-wise, I think he might be a little bit quicker than LeBron when LeBron first came into the league. So, I'm not saying he's going to be LeBron James, but I think Zion is really going to make an impact right when he steps on the floor. Impact. So when you say impact, what do you, give me his numbers. I'm thinking with the talent that he has around him right now, I got to say probably because they're going to put him in position to be very, very successful. Yeah. You got Lonzo Ball with Drew Hade in the backcourt, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart coming off the bench. They just drafted their big man who we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, and we still got some cap space, so Al Horford. You think he's gonna play definitely as the four? Um, yeah, I'll put a four. Point forward type. P- point forward. Roll a little bit. I, I, and then Alvin Gentry will probably have to like he'll adjust it because on the fly of all the defenses and everything that goes on in the league as they're learning. Mm-hmm. I think um, as he develops, he'll be that three four. I think he'll eventually slide into a three. Um, he's six six. He's six Who's taking the ball from him at his size? Yeah, he's Dude. He's he's massive, dude. Very quick too. Um, I I can see him averaging like, cause I feel like it's gonna be evenly dispersed everywhere too. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I can see him honestly. I would be impressed, or I'll be satisfied rather if he averaged like sixteen, ten, and like three. I think that's I think that's I think that's solid for a rookie solid. based on everyone who's around him right now. Cause Ingram's gonna be what in year four. Lives are going to be in year three. Drew Holiday is probably going to be the leading scorer on that team right now. Yeah. Um. So that that's what I'm thinking about right now. You think that's pretty solid? I I was going to give him around between the 14 and uh 16 mm-hmm. kind of point mark, uh rebounds. I think he's. I'm not going to say he's going to average a double double, but he's going to get over five rebounds. Yeah. I think he'll average over five rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um. And if you want to, you can split the rebounds with the block. So he might average. 15, 5, and 5, you yeah. know, and then we'll, we'll give him two or three assists a game, if not more. I think I think Lonzo Ball is going to carry, uh, carry a lot of that load. Yeah. I think um, Brandon Egram uh, being able to, like, shoot the ball how he shoots the ball and mm-hmm. um, spread the floor, I think he'll do very well. Um, yeah. So he'll get some assists just from, like, defense being honed on him. I think Zion's in a great spot to be a third or fourth option and figure it, figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's – Definitely, if he's going to be a, kind of like a swingman, yeah. and not swingman to hit shots, but a swingman, like he can dive and still affect the play because he's going to get fouled. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, immediate impact when he comes in, and kind of a fifteen five and five kind of guy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Moving on, um, Grizzlies pick John as a Ja 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 Morant um, Demetrius. Can, can, can we can we look at his highlights real quick while I'm talking about this guy? John ja Morant, um, he came out of where did he come from again? He came he out came of Murray State. Murray State. Murray State, man. Um, I didn't really take notice of this guy honestly until he went stupid in the uh, his first game. I think. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't really watch. Um, 
I only watched like marquee games, so uh, that were on like nationally televised. Because you know me, I'm a super NBA, NBA head. NBA so NBA. if a game was on, I was watching that. So I'm sorry, John Morant. You're tough. Um, he's really, really tough. He's very quick, very athletic. He's a great playmaker. Um, he just makes others around him much, much better. He kind of got a nice. He has a pretty good jump shot, you know, oh, going into the NBA. Spray, dog. And I didn't know he was that athletic. So he can spray. He's got a. He's got a dame with the Russell athleticism. Like he kind of reminds me of like a Russell Westbrook mixed with John Wall, but he can shoot. He can shoot well. He can shoot. He can shoot. Um, but yeah, he kind of reminds me a lot of John Wall mixed with, with with a little bit of Russell Westbrook a little bit. Um, I think he's definitely going to make Memphis, you know, better. Uh, obviously, they're going to have – I mean, they have some pieces now where they got Jonas Valanciunas, um, and they just traded away Mike Conley, yeah. too. So, I think from that Conley trade, um, they got, what, Grayson Allen, Kyle Korver, and Jay Crowder, too. So, they're going to be solid. A shooter. Um, and then they got – Grayson's going to go stupid, so. Yeah, Dre, yeah, he's going to be good, too. And then they got that one dude from um, – oh, DeLeon Wright or DeLeon Wright. Okay. From the Raptors when he came through the trade with uh, Jonas Valanciunas too. So they drafted last year the the big man. Who they draft? Can't think of his name right now. But anyways, they have a good young core right now. So are they going to make the playoffs or be a top ten team? Probably not. But I think we're going to see glimpses of what they can become this year. And the fact that they went away from Jared Jackson. Yes. Okay. And the fact that they went away from. Mike Conley, I think he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot, and they're just going to let him go. Um, so, you know, he 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 may possibly be the rookie of the year. We'll talk about that a little later. But, man, uh, I like where he's going. I like his mindset. Um, and he's just a natural dog, man. What's right, what are his numbers? His numbers? Yeah. If he has – because he's going to be the point guard, so he's going to have the ball in his hands. I mean, if Colton Saxon can average, what, 16 his year, why can't he average 16, 18 a game? Okay. Uh, I can see him averaging, honestly, like, it depends how he uh, – I'm going to say – because lately, man, these rookies that be getting drafted, they be putting up numbers nowadays. Yeah. I can I can see 17 and 6. Okay. Shooting probably like 42% from 17 the 17 and 6 assists? 6 assists, yeah. I'll a couple and of He you. gets boards, too. I think he's – a very solid point guard in the distribute the ball factor. Mm-hmm. I'll give him ten assists, four boards. His rookie year. <sighs> ten assists his rookie year. Are you okay? No disrespect to you, Jar, but nah. ten assists his rookie year. I mean, all right. So ten of best, but I'll give I'll give him seven. I'll give him I'll give him seven assists. Okay. Four rebounds and. 15. Yeah, he's I'm, tough, bro. I don't mean to hang around that 15 number, but I think 15 will be solid his mm-hmm. rookie year. So. Oh, okay, cool. Moving on from that, um, RJ Barrett. The lefty. Canada guy. Lefty. <laughs> he was supposed, he was projected to be the number one pick before Zion just came out of nowhere. Obviously, we all, all knew about Zion, but RJ Barrett went to the New York Knicks. I think the New York Knicks are in good hands, man. Um, with, with RJ Barrett, not with... Their with RJ organization, Barry. not their, with their, their organization, will get there. You know, what I'm saying not they got they got Fitzdale, um, Dennis Smith Jr. still, Kevin Knox still. Talking about front office, um, front office. I think they I think they got some new people in there too. Obviously, James Dolan is James Dolan, um, but I think in a couple years they will be a playoff team. 
Um, I don't know how far they can get, depending on what free agents they get to. But man, RJ Barrett is tough. He's I think he I think when he got drafted too, I, I really liked his story. Um he was crying too and he was just talking about like he when he was like I think at the age of ten or twelve years old, he had like a board and he would write out his goals every single day every single write it down day, kids every single day just chop away chop away chop away chop away chop away um and then he he made it so like trey just said write down your goals write them down. try to obtain them every single day many goals many goals many goals chop at it it's 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 a it's a process you know don't expect to get to where you're going to be at overnight rome wasn't built in one day and like Nipsey Hussle said, it's a marathon. The marathon's going to continue. So yep. keep doing what you got to do. Have that right mindset. And it comes from passion, too. If you're not passionate about something, you're not going to give it your all. Right. So find something that you're good in. Find something that you're passionate in. And just go from there. And look, and look where he's at now. So, you know what I'm saying? There's, been, there's a lot of people who are just as tall as him, just as big as him, um, have all the tools to be that good. But they don't have that mindset. And they're not as yeah. passionate enough. And that's what separates the boys amongst the the men, you know what I'm saying? Got to do what you got to do. But R.J. Barry, man, I, I love his game, bro. Um, like I said, dog ready. He's going to be one of the best Canadian players uh, when it's all said and done. I used to have high hopes on Andrew Wiggins when he came out of Kansas, but I was like, nah. Is Andrew Wiggins still in the league? No, I'm playing. You're I'm sick. Playing. I'm sick. Sorry. I'm sick. No, <laughs> you're I'm, sick. I'm sorry, Andrew. You're no. sick. You're sick. You're sick. You're it's, sick. It's just sick. been a lot of talk just about the East and stuff. He uh-huh. just haven't been involved in it. I'm sorry, Andrew. Um, it's been more about Kawhi. Yeah, and so I, I think from the jump, they're going to give him the green light. Um, and I know I'm prematurely going into this topic. I think he's I think he's going to be rookie of the year. Um, I'm that sold on. And I'm a Duke fan, too. But I think he's going to be rookie of the year. I think they're just going to – depending on who they sign as a free agent, if they sign someone, he's going to have the ball in his hands at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like him when he's, what, 6'6", 6'6", 6'7", by 2'15", 2'20". He uses he, he's strong for his size. He's very strong, so I think he's gonna I think he's gonna have his way with smaller guards. Definitely when they get that switch on him, um, he got to work on his. He's actually right handed. Got to work on his right hand, but he's a great playmaker too. And that's what I've been seeing a lot with this draft class. These top picks, they're all good passers. Yeah, pretty solid, like a slightly above average passer. But I mean, that last pass we saw was to Zion Williamson. Oh, he I mean, yeah. that to the moon <laughs> oh, for if he sure. caught it. But. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Um, but I, I think I think he's gonna be really good. I think he's gonna be rookie of the year. And he something about him, you just know he wants to be great. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he's gonna BS the process. And I think he I think this year I wouldn't be surprised if he averaged 19, 20 points a game on some real row. Um and like I said, he is my rookie of the year. But how do you feel about him? Uh I think RJ Barrett is I mean, he's gonna be a prolific guy, definitely up there with the um, with the Knicks. Damn good passer. <laughs> like, Damn good passer. Yeah, man. like, um, I mean, it's the NBA, but it's still hard to guard a southpaw. Like, left-handers, uh, I'm left-handed. I will not play. I'm not in the NBA. But um, got got love for him, and I think it's going to be solid. My prediction for him, I'll give him 18-5-5. Five, 18-5-5, five. Five, that yeah. seems very reasonable, so. Do you think he's going to play the two, or do you think he's going to be the forward? Uh, Kevin Knox is up there still. They're going to keep him. Um, I'm trying to think about who else is their guard. They still got uh, Dennis Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Smith will play the one. I'll give him – I'll give him the two. Mm-hmm. I'll give him the two and let, let him go off. 
Yeah. And then, you know, like Knox was a little bit more experienced, played that three kind of role, and then go from there. How, how are they built? Yeah. Um, yeah, pull up uh, homies highlights, too. Uh, so, obviously, the Lakers had the fourth pick, um, but they had to get Anthony Davis, obviously. So, uh, DeAndre Hunter went over to the Hawks. And can you, can you pull up his highlights? Went to UVA. Um, I want Big you to talk about him. Um, I, didn't, I, I didn't really study him that much, but what are your thoughts on DeAndre Hunter, man? 6'7", uh, out of Philly. Um, UVA prospects as of lately, I mean, historically, I mean, between, like, they're, they're a top-tier program, like, when it comes to UNC, the Duke, and... In the ACC I mean, or in, 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 in the NCAA in general? In the NCAA in general. Like, those yeah. are players you draft people from, and, like, they come out, and they just do well. And the cloth that UVA and, uh, what's his name, is it Tony Bennett has recruited... I'm, Forgive me, basketball, college basketball heads, if I'm getting it wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Tony Bennett. But um, those guys are NBA ready. They're ready to come ready to play. They, their mindset is as such. And, um, you know, it comes from Malcolm Brogdon. Kyle Godge got drafted. But, you know, kind of down the line, like those players come in. They fit the system. They can come in and be a six-man. They can come in and be a very good role player. That's what gets you paid. That's what keeps you in the league until, you know, you're ready to pop off for, like, that next contract. I think uh, DeAndre Hunter is going to be – Going to be great, six seven guard. He uh, put, probably will put a little bit of weight on. He's a but the thing is he's two hundred and twenty five pounds. So that's, that's pretty damn that's pretty good, damn good at already. Like that, that's why that's why he went four. He went four. So he went four. Yeah. I don't think they're looking to change him any. They're just going to want to come in and play his game with the Hawks. And I think he has a lot of room to do that with uh Trey Young down there, who's going to open up the floor uh, with his three point shooting. Um, we go back to his highlights. He uh. He's really good in the mid-range, uh, finds his position well, can get the angles to where he can get kind of in the paint and do his thing. That elbow region is really good for him. Again, playing at 6'7", he's a quicker a guard, um, a quicker guard slash forward kind of role. He's not – I don't think – he, he'll probably play that 3-4 spot. Definitely has a lot of rotations. So I'll give him that. A good passer from the paint down, that high-low look, he can make that pass and – he, again, he's a solid player. In college, he averaged um, 15, 5, and 2. On the Hawks, he'll average 10, 10, 3, and 3. Who Does he remind you Does he remind you of anyone um, that is currently in the league or you think he models his game after? Um, with the mid-range and the he – has, he has good footwork around the basket, too. Mm-hmm. Ah. Get back to me on that. I, I didn't. I didn't pick anybody for him. Yeah, but. it's kind of. I, I. I. Someone's coming to my head, but I can't think about it. But he definitely yeah. reminds me of someone with that mid-range game. Okay. I just can't put my. I just can't put my two cents on it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he'll be solid. Um, if you keep working on his game, man, it's gonna be all right. Um, he's an efficient fifth player. Fifth pick was a. Uh, Darius Garland. Um, he came out of Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, Vandy came out of Vanderbilt. Um and uh yeah, bro, I think he's only six two. Um and at first I didn't really study him that much either. And I was just like, yo, like, who's the six two dude? Like, why are why are the Cavs drafting like they already had Colin Sexton? Like, why are you drafting this dude? And I watched his highlights, bro. They got him and another guard. Uh, I feel like the model and what they're trying to do is they're trying to make them the Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum of the East. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um I like it a lot. 
he he literally reminds me of Dame. He got range. He's a good finisher. He's a great passer. Nice form. He's very quick and get to his spots. He make other players around him better. Uh, there's nothing really offensively that he can't do. Right. And at this early age, him and Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton averaged what 16 last year. Um, no, he averaged 17. Three and three shot forty percent from three. A lot of people don't know that forty three percent overall from the field, um, and he's only going to get better too. He got something to prove. So, um, and man. again, he's an SEC guard. So him and Colin Sexton are going to again they from the conferences they're going to look very very similar and yeah. hopefully do the same thing yeah. when it comes to results. So that that's that's going to be huge. Um, I I think he he's going to be tough, man. Um, I really like I like I like what I like what they're doing. So. It's only going to go up from here with him. Um, any other thing you want to add to his game? Uh, no, nah, I just hear the rumors, ears to the street. They said he's been like this. Like, this dude's been tough mm-hmm. as long as, you know, he, he, he's he been around the game of basketball. And, uh, I mean, the ceiling, the sky's the roof for him. I mean, the sky's the ceiling. So, I think he's going to be great. Uh, the second coming of Dame, maybe once he, you know, gets that ice ice in his veins, where it seems like he has a lot of it already. Yeah, so. sometimes you just tell these players, bro. Dude, he's Dame, bro. He's, nah, he's Dame. Shifty dog, and he can shoot Yo, off the dribble. He's nasty. He's tough. He's, like he finds the angle with a little hezzy, the drop hezzy. Bro, handles are solid. Tough. Can shoot again. Can shoot from the outside. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> His left is tough too. <laughs> Yo. Cavs, y'all doing something, man. Normally y'all be on that BS, but y'all doing something. Y'all had Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins. Um, who else did they draft? Tights. I mean, what's his name? What's his name from Canada? Um, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. They drafted someone else to Kyrie. Kyrie. You want to be the who? You want to be the what? But, man, the Cavs are in good hands. I really like what they're doing with the rebuilding phase. I think what they're going to do probably this year or by, like, All-Star break, I wouldn't be surprised if they traded Kevin Love. And there's been rumors that – Kevin Love to the – To the Blazers. To the Blazers. Mm -hmm. That would be crazy. If they have him as a third option that can stretch the floor for CJ and Dame – that's real dangerous. He's going to the Blazers, Oregon, the Pelicans. <laughs> oh, the Pelicans. Yes. That'll be he'll be a top five there too. Yeah. Um, terrible rim protector, but get your rebounds, get your twenty points some nights, gonna be good. Um, can you pull up Jared Culver? So the Suns had the sixth pick, and I think they traded. So now the Timberwolves um, selected Jared Culver. Um, do you want to talk about Jared Culver? I'm not that knowledgeable uh, about him. I'm sorry about that, guys. Jared Culver from Texas. Uh, everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, coming in at 6'5", uh, 196. He averaged 18 points, 6 rebounds, and about 3.7. We'll say 4 assists. Uh, go ahead and give him that extra boost. Um, a very good playmaker. Definitely a, a solid perimeter guard. Like we just talked about... Um, DeAndre, but uh, he was more of a inside-out kind of guard. Jarrett plays the um, the perimeter very well. Uh, very bouncy. Guys, ridiculously bouncy. That's what they did down there at Texas Tech. They ran the floor. So he's going to be added athleticism for where, – where is he going? He's going to the – Timberwolves. Timber, to the Timberwolves. He's going to be added athleticism. Who The Timberwolves, who also drafted Nas Reed from LSU, who's a dog. Nas Reed is a dog. Shout out Nas Reed, shout out LSU, shout out Will Wade family. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think the Timberwolves. I mean, we don't. Well, he's at the Carl Anthony Towns. You got uh, Jones from Duke. 
Andrew Wiggins is up there too. Mm-hmm. Um, put some young talent around him, and I think he he looks very similar to me to a Jimmy Butler. I can and see that. I, I'm not saying he is Jimmy Butler, but that's the spot they, they drafted. They had they needed somebody to come fill that role after Jimmy left, and mm-hmm. Jared is a he, solid again, solid perimeter player. He's going to be a good defender coming in at the height he's at six five. Jimmy's six six, and um, yeah, he's going to develop. We're gonna see what happens with this team. So I wouldn't be surprised if he like, cause I don't, I, I really don't know what the the ceiling looks like for Andrew Wiggins. Like, That's he's he's kind of inconsistent too. That's facts. So I'm not really sure. Um, how long are they gonna keep him? How long are they gonna keep him? I wouldn't be surprised if they traded him in a little, like in a year or two. To be honest, but uh, I can, I can, break. <laughs> I can see him based on like what I'm looking at right now. I can see him definitely being number two option in like two in like two years with the Timberwolves with Car Anthony Towns leading the way. Yeah. Um, so Timberwolves, pretty solid pick. I like what you're doing there. Um, nothing, you can only literally go up from here since yeah. Jimmy left. I'm so sand, <laughs> we'll see how that goes as well too. If they keep Derrick Rose. That's tough too. We don't know Rose. what Rose about to do. Be Rose. Um, number seven. Pull up Kobe White. It was Kobe White uh, came from UNC? Um, Kobe White. I did not know he was six foot five. I thought he was like six. I thought he was one. like six one, dog. He's six, six five, five. bro. Um, I think it's because he has the hair, so you just assume he's like shorter. Yeah. So six five. at first, um, I'm not even gonna lie. It's not that I was hating, but I have some friends, Jew, Ty, um, huge UNC fans, and they were just telling me, yo, like. Kobe gonna be nice. He gonna be nice. He gonna be nice. He gonna be nice. And I was just like, I'm not really seeing anything that that like is making me think he's gonna be nice. But I don't know. He's kind of tough. He played in the best conference in the he nation. Played in the best conference. Um, what he averaged this year? Do you know? Um, I, we'll find it. We'll find we'll, it. But um, I mean, he's he's pretty solid. Uh, he got drafted to the Bulls, so uh, he got a pretty solid pull up jumper. Um, and uh, in a way. A lot of people have been comparing him to Gilbert Arenas. Um, six five. Gilbert was six five. Yeah, but I don't really know how to. You don't. Really, you don't really know what to make of it. He I averaged really sixteen, know. three, and four. That's still. That's still very good. In the ACC, damn good. Because the because Zion averaged. Zion averaged twenty two, but I mean he's disgusting. Zion yeah. is Zion. From a guard role too, where you have people around you at UNC that can fill it up anyway. On a very good coach for Roy Williams team, going back to these highlights. Yeah. Pushes the rock too. He got nice, he got a nice pull up jumper. A very, 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 very nice it pull up. It seems like he can spray it from outside too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my goodness. So so they got so they got um what's his name? They got Zach Levine, um, and they got What's the, what's that guy's name? Chris Dunn. Yeah. So how is that gonna work? That's like three point guards right there. Exactly. He's like a, a two, he's a combo. He's more of a two. Yeah, like yeah. an undersized two. Kobe White's gonna be the guard up there. You think he's gonna? Long, yeah. yeah. He's gonna be the, he's he's gonna be the point guard. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Look so, at this kid. So I mean, we'll see. It's not a bad pick. I think they really need a, a, a point guard because Chris Dunn's been pretty injury prone as of these last. Two he can seasons, shoot right? the three ball. I mean, that's that's a deep. That's an NBA three. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can shoot the three ball, dog. I mean, he does everything right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he gives effort. He's just a baller. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I. I don't really. I can't really define his game yet. I gotta see him play in the summer league. See him play as the year progresses. But 
it's going to be interesting to see um, how his game trends. I think, I mean, I, I guess I can kind of see the Gilbert Arenas comparison I mean, a little if bit. If we knock it, we just say maybe like he doesn't have a super high ceiling for like above the rim yeah. athleticism. He, he won't ever, I don't think he's ever going to be right. that athletic like yeah. that, but. We'll see. You got Zach Levine for that, so yeah, Zach Levine for that, right? So we got Cam coming up, huh? Yeah. Um. So number so number eight was Jackson Hayes. Um, Jackson. He actually went to the Pelicans too, I believe, right? Yup. Went to the Pelicans via trade. Um. So the Hawks drafted him, but Hawks gave up that pick to the Pelicans. It's um, pretty good. So Jackson Hayes, man, six eleven, two twenty. Uh, went to Texas. Um, one thing I like about him a lot is his defensive presence. Um, that dude, he's going to be a great, 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 great rim protector. Um, he got some hops for his size, too. and he got, He's very long, too. Um, sets great screens. And he kind of reminds me of a prime Tyson Chandler. Okay. Like, I, I can see him averaging every year on a consistent basis a double-double, like a low double-double, like a 14 and 10. Okay. Um, so, honestly, I think that's – what the Pelicans were looking for. I think they were just looking for that big man that has, like, that Steven Adams, that Clint Capella, that DeAndre Jordan type of vibe where you right. just do all the dirty work and let your guards and your you and your guards and your small fours go um, go at it. So um, I like it. Um, is he going to start? I don't know yet. I think the Pelicans should still, even if it's just for one year, try to sign a big man yeah. um, and let him play under them. And I think uh, I think it's gonna be a pretty solid big man for what big men have to do in this era. Obviously, you have those hybrids like an Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, and whatnot. But um, I think he's gonna be a pretty a pretty solid NBA player. I think he's gonna be here for a long time, barring any major injuries. What do you think? You know, I think Hayes is gonna be solid. Uh, again, one of those really big energy and grit guys. Um, I'll give him really early on when he gets good, a kind of a ten and ten guy, easy. So. Nah, he's a solid player. He, he was Texas's go-to big man between him and the, uh, the other big dude. I keep forgetting that guy's name, but they were kind of like a Twin Towers type matchup. And, uh, you know, Shaka relied on him a lot, and I'm, he's going he's gonna to be damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, number nine, the Wizards, your Wizards, your local team, our local team, I guess, all DMV people, um, if you count as a DMV. Uh, <laughs> the Wizards drafted Rui Hachimara, um, he came from Gonzaga, uh, 6'8", 20 years old. Um, I like him. Uh, That's my favorite pick. He's very strong, um, very athletic. He's he's pretty big for his size. Um, when six, I was eight. watching his game, he's 6'8". Yeah. That's power forward. He, he kind of reminds me of LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, if I, if I had to choose any player, um, I would definitely – Aldridge. Say he reminds me of LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, just pull up the way he backs people down. Just look, look at him play. He's 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 quicker than L.A. too, and his footwork looks... But L.A. is seven foot tall. L.A. is seven foot tall, but I still think he's going to play in the post a lot too. I, I think so. I saw him in, in a good... Guard role though too. Like I, he's gonna he's gonna expose people around those elbows. Mm-hmm. He can dribble the ball. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not saying he's gonna be putting like a playmaker role from the start because like those are his spots within within the arc. But I, I have to find somebody to combat your LA statement. I, I give it like the style of play is, is very Lamarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's, he's like a hybrid Lamarcus Aldridge to me. Okay, a, a quicker, more athletic Lamarcus Aldridge that mm-hmm. can take you off the dribble. Um, 
And like you said, when he gets switched on those bigger players, like those centers, he's going to eat them. Um, But yeah, man. He's polished. Was he in the league for two years? I mean, he, in, uh, he was in college. college. Two years? No, actually, this was his junior year, so he played for three. Oh, wow. Very polished. And he can shoot. That's <laughs> he interesting. He's 20 in junior. So, I mean, yeah. he's still young, dog. Yeah, the clip. I mean, not clip, but the Wizards, they got something <laughs> nice here, man. They finally got a draft pick in a long time because they traded all of them when yeah, they got Trevor Reza and all these other players, too. So, I think Bradley Beal. I think he's going to be NBA ready. Uh, when I say that, I I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he starts this year or he starts like towards the second half of the year. Was this a start? Um, and I can see him averaging a slight fifteen points per game. Um, and I feel like he's going to be pretty efficient this year too. Um, so Bradley Beal, you got a little bit of help on the way. Obviously, John Wall is going to take a while to get back. But um, if you want to stay with the Wizards, you got something right there. So. Um, Bradley's gone. We'll see. And he's from Japan, right? His, yeah, his from Japan. From, his mom's from Japan. So fresh out. That that was a good pick. That that was a really really good pick. I that was one of my favorite picks that they've had since. I, he did work in Maui. I think he's gonna be better than Kelly Oubre. Um, he's definitely gonna be better than Otto Porter. I think his his upside. I think he can be better than Kelly Oubre. I know you probably got an attachment to Kelly. I don't have an attachment. Okay, to Kelly. you looked at me kind of sideways, I just, man. I know Kelly's a workhorse, and Kelly's already good. You know, Kelly can shoot the three. Mm-hmm. He can get into the paint. Like he's not. He's with the Suns right now. Kelly Suns right now. I think Kelly's a solid player right now. Yeah. He's not Kelly. I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not tested yet. He's you said you said yet. ceiling possibly. I mean, we don't know how he's going to develop, but. It has, and it all comes with the mindset and, and yeah. the, the staff you're around, and what they want you to, how they want your game to be defined. They want you to branch out. They want you to stay in one lane too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that pick. Uh, number ten, my guy, another Duke player, my boy Cam Reddish. Wow, that was a steal, man. A the Hawks, um, the Hawks and the Pelicans were definitely winners of this draft, but. Wow. That's a clay and sub combo. He says clay. I say PG, man. I say PG, bro. He got next, bro. And I feel like, like you said before we started recording this, his game kind of got overshadowed by Zion and RJ Barrett. Um, and Duke needed a shooter. Option. And with him, he needs the ball in his hands, too, to be even more effective. When him and, <laughs> when him and Trey team up, bro, that's going to be beautiful oh, to watch, Paul man. George. Dog, he's silky from outside. Bro, he's going to be like PG, bro. Ah, PG, bro. He's not as athletic as PG. Oh, yeah. He's not. I mean, yeah. But I don't mean the fact that he can play off the ball. He's going to be a pretty damn good defender. He's a great shooter. He's a pretty solid finisher. Got to get his way up a little bit, man. I think I think he's I think he's one of the real deals, Dog, man. he can shoot the fucking ball. He has a nice form, too. That's clay, um, dog. Cause when I think of Clay, I think of, I think of Cameron Johnson, like a bona fide shooter. But obviously, like Clay, Clay is just known for his shooting. Obviously, he's a great defender too, um, and he's good off the ball. But that's Cameron kinda, is six five. Cam Reddish, I think he's taller than that. Is he six five? I think he's taller than six five. He got to be good with that joint. And Clay's six five. Dude, Clay is not 6'5". You he's 6'7". Seven. Seven. He's 6'7". Yeah, seven. yeah. I'm I was like, yo, I, I saw smoking. him stand up to Bradley, Bradley Bill. He's taller than Bradley Bill. He's like Jimmy Butler's. He might be a little bit taller than Jimmy Butler, just a little bit. Cam Reddish is like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, bro. He got to be. 
Go down. Just, just, just okay. scroll down right there. I got you. I got you. I got you. Whoa, six, eight, my he's God. Six, six eight. What do you mean? Relax. Bro. Wingspan seven Relax. one. Relax. Dude, he I'm telling you, in three in like three years, bro, him and <laughs> six eight? Him and Trey Young. Six, eight, him dog. and Trey Young are gonna go stupid, bro. They're gonna go stupid. Look at what look at what Duke had. Yeah. <laughs> they had Zion. He was taller than Zion and RJ, yeah. and he was playing the shooting role on that team. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's absolutely sick. If he keeps if he keeps his mindset right, man, six eight, bro. PG. Oh my God, Paul George. Don't worry about athleticism. He's already there. <laughs> Paul George. Mark my words, man. Yikes. Um, any 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 uh, other players that you want to talk about that was outside of top ten play? I really like. Um, Cameron, jo- I think Cameron Johnson went to the Suns, right? Cameron Johnson. Cameron Johnson. I think he went to, to the, the Suns. Sun. Yeah, I think the Timberwolves drafted um, Cameron Johnson out of UNC. Then he went to the Suns, I believe. Dude's ridiculous. Um, he he reminds me of Clay. Yeah, he's going to be like a Clay to me. So how tall is he? I think he's six seven, six eight. So what are these six seven, six eight shooters? Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be tough. Um, that's all I got to say. You know, Devin Booker, help is on the way, bro. <laughs> help is on the way. Phoenix, don't get, don't sleep on them either. Who was that one guy that was like a top 10 um, prospect? prospect and then I think he went to the Nuggets. African dude, I think. I think he went like 40 something. Um, he went to. Can we just talk? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. Nuggets. Uh, oh, boy, boy, bold, 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 boy, bold, bold. Oh, bold, 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 bold. He was at Oregon. Is at Oregon. He got hurt for a little bit. He got hurt. Yeah, and, and then didn't play as much, and then they stole no, him out the draft. Have you seen his highlights though? Not really. <sighs> Dude, he was doing numbers. He he was doing guard stuff at seven two. Really? So the upside is really good. It's KD ish. Like, he is KD ish. All right. Well, damn. If they have him and he pans out right and he's healthy and they got Michael Porter Jr. coming back, yo, Denver gonna be okay. Who they were already saying was like KD ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got a nice little clip. Dude, seven two. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, all right. Nice little post work. And he's seven two. That's something you can't teach. It's height. <laughs> he he willingly that's that's NBA range dog. Like he didn't get picked up because of the injury, but what did he hurt his back? His, like his foot? foot or something? Yeah. Damn. All right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's, uh, that's not a steal. That's a that's a robbery, dog. Right. <laughs> a arm robbery. All right, yo. <laughs> no, no hey, the Nuggets got I, someone, bro. <laughs> like dog. <laughs> How tall is he? Bro, I'll, he's he's seven foot. He's he's Damn. seven one, I think. Damn. That's crazy. That's that's really crazy. All <laughs> right, cool. Well I mean he's a question mark, but I mean they're gonna they're gonna let him they're gonna ease him into seven two with a seven eight wingspan, two hundred and thirty six pounds. Yeah, he might, he's nineteen years old. He probably not he probably might not even play this year. Just work on his strength and condition. Make sure he's right, and then he's gonna be good to go. But yeah, that's Crazy. Yeah, draft is pretty good. Um, next thing I want to talk about is the NBA Player Awards. Uh, 
Now, for you guys, for those of you guys who don't know, the NBA Player Awards basically, I think these past three years, NBA definitely, obviously, we're there. They are getting more popular each and every year. So they want to use their platform and they want to acknowledge players on national television. So it was on TNT. Uh, Shaq was the host this time around. Um, he had a nice little new uh, jokes and he had a nice little like opening uh, dance thingy and whatnot. It was pretty cool. Um, but don't really talk about this too much, honestly. Uh, want to let you guys know who the winners were if you don't know. I had my pick on my Instagram weeks and weeks, maybe a month or two, or like a month ago. Um, I was right. Giannis winning it pretty straightforward. I, although James Harden had a pretty historical year, uh, Giannis, they were the seventh seed last year, went to the number one seed, had the overall best record in the NBA. Um, and Giannis, you know, took new heights. So, it's kind of politics with the MVP award. Obviously, they gave Russell Westbrook that when he averaged triple-double, and obviously Kevin Durant left, so they want to be like, yo, you, you are the only player on your team. What can you do? Still has team to play out as a sixth seed. Pretty solid. But besides that, it's been known for what are you doing for your team personally? You know, so it's, it's, your, it's your team success mixed with, you know, your personal, um, you know, stats and whatnot as well, too. So I think, I think Giannis deserved that, and his speech was amazing as well, too. So... That's another guy that's 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 one of my favorite up and coming not up and coming favorite players right now. Only twenty four years old, um, he's gonna be good. It's crazy because I think he tweeted a while back. He tweeted, um, "Yo, uh, Kobe, like, what's my challenge?" And he said MVP, and it's pretty crazy to see it coming coming full circle. So that was pretty okay, dope. Uh, most improved player, I was right, Pascal Siakam. Um, Barely played minutes last year under Dwayne Casey. Uh, got immediately inserted into the lineup under Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse really gave him that freedom to be that point forward, be that kind of Draymond type of player for the Toronto Raptors. And he went from averaging eight points a game to 16.8, I believe. And he was very, very vital to the Raptors, not only regular season success, but their playoff success and um, them winning the championship this year. So um, props to you. Uh, a lot of people were saying maybe D'Angelo Russell, but – I got to give it to Siakam, man. Like I said, new coach, new coaching change. Um, he really did his thing, so proud of you, too. Um, I wanted Trey Young to win Rookie of the Year because even from last year, it's like, yo, what is actually a rookie? You know what I'm saying? True. So uh, Luca played professionally since he was like 16 years old, I believe. Trey Young, I, he was in college, and obviously Luca didn't play in, didn't play in the NBA, but the fact that he played professionally, I, th- I kind of think he kind of had that – slight competitive advantage or competitive edge over him rather. Uh, but for the most part, I would say Luca was was definitely a little bit more consistent the whole year through. And the fact that he kind of won us as fans over early with what he was doing as well too. That's um, big political. Trey started off a little uh, – his jump shot won't there yet. He had to really play these guards multiple times to kind of get used to him. But yeah. after he got used to him, their stats were virtually kind of the same. And – and he was a bit more durable, too. He played more games than him, too. But I want to trade a win, but Luka, much deserved. You did your thing. Um, I want to see what you do next year. So it can only go up from there. Uh, defensive player of the year, I wanted Paul George to win that. I thought he was going to win it at least. Led the league in steals, and he was one of the driving forces of OKC being a top-ranked defense. But Rudy Gobert won that. Doesn't he always win it? Did he win it before? Like, yeah, I think he's won it before. I think he always won that award. I don't know who won that joint last year. Can't even be honest, but <laughs> props to you, Rudy Gobert. Um, Lou Will, six men like Lou Will. 
I think he won his second Ooh. or third time, right? Which is crazy. But Probably six times. Like, for real, like, they, Lou always gets that award. Yeah, I mean, who Him or um, Jay Crawford. Jay Crawford. But Jay Crawford is like. Yeah, Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if D Rose didn't get if D Rose didn't get hurt towards the end of the year, he'd have probably won six men of the year. Yeah. Because he did a lot. Um did speaking of D Rose, there's a house of highlights moment. D Rose won that house of highlight moment um when he had that fifty rack um pretty monumental. That's when I was like, damn, that's Resurgence. a vintage that's a that's a vintage D Rose type of game right there. So props to you, Derek. Um coach of the year, Coach Budenhoser, which was expected, like I said. Uh, he took over the reins for the Bucks, and he got them from the seventh seed to the one seed. Um, you should have seen Doc Rivers' face when, when Coach Bud got caught. He's like, "What? We won forty-eight games. We were in the West. We took Golden State to six games. Like, what are you talking about?" That Doc Rivers is consistent. Geeked. So, I mean, you could easily argue it for him too, or even Nick Nurse. But I think Bud deserved it with what he got thrown into. So, props to you, Coach Bud. Um, but the biggest thing I want to talk about. With the NBA Players Awards is like, it's nice and all, but I don't like the timing of it. I don't like how it's after the finals because we're we're the whatever we're we live in an era where it's like what have you done for me lately? And the fact that social media has taken such a a big leap in, into today's society, it's like in fresh in my mind, I'm like, yo, when I think of who the MVP is right now, based off playoff success, I think it's like Kawhi Leonard. I think it's the finals MVP. So one thing I propose them do is let them because back in the day it was like during the playoff time like the first or second round you know they'll give you the award in front of your crowd and then you have like no you have like your little acceptance speech in the back or whatnot your whole teammates there and media is there and then you hang that up you know what i'm saying you lift that up um in front of your crowd so what i want them to do what would be kind of cool is still have the nba players awards but maybe kind of merit kind of like football in a way where when the regular season's over let the players get a one week bye, get them, you know, chance to get healthy and whatnot. And then that and during that same bye week, you have the awards right there. So you already know mm-hmm. who your regular season winners are. I think that would be dope. That'd be and hard. I think the views will go way up too. And that would just add more to it going into the playoffs as well, too, knowing who won and who's still in that playing. race right now, who's playing. Uh what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and it would make it a lot more provocative if we did it like you were saying. So mm-hmm. he's like, oh, he just won rookie of the year. He's not playing like that in the playoffs. You know, it would always be a story around it. But, again, with social media front stage and front center and uh, the kind of just non-caring that we have towards it right now, mm-hmm. I I think it would be really good. Give them the week and sometime during that week, you know, call Drake up, let him host it. The players, like, make, make it an event. Make it in a space where people are still interested in the game instead of when the fans are tired right after – the finals, you know, people are exhausted, fatigued. I mean, you can love sports as much as you want, but you get fatigued watching it after a while or, you know, having headlines about it. This is free agency. You have to compartmentalize and you have to, like, you have to execute off of all what you can get from the different happenings. And I think this happening kind of gets just washed under the rug between free agency, summer league about to start, the draft just happened. Do it right before the playoffs start. Make it a story. It'll be long-running stories, but it'll, it'll be good. So I think it'll be, think it'll be tough. For sure. Um, next thing I want to talk about, too, is uh, Mike Conley. Uh, like I told you about a little earlier, um, uh, he got traded to the Utah Jazz um, for Grayson Allen, Kyle Corver, Jay Crowder, and some draft compensations down the, down the way. Um, so pretty excited 
Mike Conley played 70 games last year, finally healthy. He was battling some heel and some um, Achilles problems uh, last season, the season before that a little bit. Um, but, yeah, last year had a pretty damn good year, man. Averaged 21 points per game, uh, six assists, three rebounds, shot, shot 85% from the free throw line, 36% from three, and 44% from the field goal. Um, so they really, honestly, the biggest – because they acquired Kyle Korver, like, I think through trade deadline. Um, Grayson Allen, obviously, that was their draft pick. Wasn't as prominent this year in their system like that. Um so, I mean, they didn't really lose much to get him. And, I mean, the fact that they're losing Ricky Ruby, I think this is a huge upgrade. They're probably going to be a top five backcourt. You know, when I think of top backcourts, I think of Damon, CJ, Clay, and Steph. Um, they traded Ricky, too? I think they got rid of Ricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Ricky Ruby would go to, like, the, the Pacers or something like that. Um, which would be hot. Which would be dope. Victor Oladipo coming back. It's going to be real nice. Um, but what are your thoughts on that trade, and and how do you think, you know, Utah pans out? So they're, de- they're definitely going to be a playoff team. Yeah. Um, but do you think, think they can take that net, that next leap when I say that, uh, you know, get to potentially the conference finals since the West is wide open with Katie going down and Clay going down and, and you know. I think the regular season will be a big thing for them. Mm. Um, but, again, when it comes down to the playoffs uh, – I think him being a better scoring factor than uh, Ricky Rubio, that better shooter too. Better, sh- like it's gonna it's gonna be big. Uh, it takes the pressure off of Donovan Mitchell offensively. That's what they needed another person that can get their bucket. Get a bucket and spread the floor for Donovan Mitchell because you know somebody's not just laying in the hope. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about Ricky Rubio versus Russell Westbrook, but you know Russell Westbrook and Ricky Rubio were kind of going at it a few games here and there. That was two, not this playoffs, but last playoffs. Uh, that's when they beat them, and Ricky Rubio is not the score that Mike Conley is. So mm-hmm. to see him front and center, w- which is a team that we definitely think is going to get a playoff spot next year, yeah. uh, I think it's going to be exciting. I think I don't I don't foresee it pushing them over the edge this year unless they find some way to get like somebody else prolific. I just don't see it, yeah. but I I think it'll be a new look. It'll be interesting to see how they approach it and. Again, we saw them get to the second round after beating the Thunder the one year. So maybe this is the push they need to, you know, be that dark horse that the that the Blazers always are. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Yeah, we're definitely gonna uh, see what they're up to. I, I mean, I don't. I, re- I really don't know. I, I got to see how the roster pans out too. But obviously, I, I see them being like a top top five, top six uh, team in the West. Um, obviously, this isn't their final team. There's gonna be and possibly another trade there where there you know be a player or be whether it be a player who's has a contract that's expiring they want to get rid of it and he can go there or yeah. there's gonna be those buyouts and they, they can could sign get boogie. someone <laughs> they could get boogie for cheap that would be od too um I don't I don't see that I don't see that happening. It happening it's not the per se like I'm but, not I don't see it but I like how I like the route that they're taking in the sense that um you know when when Chris Paul had that signing trade from the Clippers. Um, two years ago, immediately when he got traded, him and James Harden started working out. And I've been seeing some uh, footage on social media where uh, Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley are working out right now. So I like how they're building that chemistry. So um, the transition is going to be a little bit better too. So it's going to be nice, man. That's going to be a nice, deadly backcourt. I'm excited to see them, and I'm definitely going to use them as a 2K. (laughs) Um, Moving on from there. 
Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Buckets, man. Um, wow. Uh, Jimmy Butler played great this offseason. Um, and now I guess the Rockets are kind of in panic mode now that Andy Davis got acquired, um, you know, from the Pelicans to the Lakers and these other moves that have been going on. So Daryl Morris is like, yo, even, you know, even since last year, like when, when Jimmy Butler was on Minnesota, like I was trying to get, Jimmy Butler to come to the Rockets for like four or five first round draft picks and Minnesota was like nah we're not rocking with that um, and now the rumors have it that Jimmy Butler and, and James Harden have been in contact all off season and what Daryl Moore is trying to do is trying to kind of copy that model and what the what Chris Paul did with, with Doc Rivers in the Clippers organization so they want they want Jimmy Butler to basically force his way to get to the Rockets. So he'll basically sign a four or five year deal under the um, Rock under the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and then trade get traded to the Rockets via sign and trade. Um, so they'll probably have to give up like a Capella and give up like an Eric Gordon um, to make that happen as far as like cap space goes. But obviously, you know, if you can get if you. If you can ever, if you can, if you can get another star, go and get another star. Um, I like it, but I don't love it because I don't think Jimmy. I think Jimmy can play anywhere, but with what Mike D'Antoni's trying to do, if he's not trying to make any changes, and with that beef that's already happening allegedly with Chris Paul and James Harden, it's like you got three alpha males on a team, and there's only one basketball to go around. I mean, that's always one, one. thing we always hear. How are you gonna get this? How are you gonna get this to work? But I don't know, man. I think it's. I don't think it's a good look. Like, I think Jimmy should go to L.A. or stay where Jimmy he's at. Stay. I think just stay where he's at. Ben Simmons obviously didn't develop his jump shot. Yeah, I don't really know what he's gonna do. They this lost year. by a buzzer beater yeah, at, in the seventh. Yeah, out of all teams that mm. Toronto's played, they played Toronto the best. They literally won Seven. by a, a crazy or like three. Was it three bounces? Going in too, so um, I don't think he should go to the Rockets. I just think it won't work, bro. I don't think it'll work at all unless they got rid of like CP and it was just them two and they built around them. But yeah, I think he should, like you said, go to Clippers, go to Lakers, or stay where he's at. Or if KD happens to stay in um, Golden State, go play with Kyrie. Um, I just don't see it working. I just feel like it's going to be too much drama going on. Um, yeah. and I don't think, I don't think they're going to, I think, I think they're going to be very prideful and I don't think they're going to, you know, put their pride aside and, and accept their role. Guess uh, how you feel about that? Um, that's not something I want to see as a basketball fan. I mean, I know these NBA players, I know these guys can like spread the ball around, but I feel like it's an oversaturated team. Chris Paul has to have the ball in his hands to make plays. i like Kevin Love or something. Yeah, Chris Paul has to have the ball in his hands to make plays. James Harden has to score the ball. And Jimmy, what's Jimmy there to do? You know, I mean, what? And then Chris Paul is a prolific scorer, too. Like, Chris Paul can put up 30 points, too. Don't do that, Jimmy. Stay in Philly or, you know, go to the Clips or L.A., but I I don't know if I want to see him in L.A., but or, or L.A. I mean, <laughs> you yeah, know. I, uh, I'm, I'm not rocking. I'm not rocking. <laughs> go to the Knicks. <laughs> nah. Where you can go to the Knicks, nah. Nah. <laughs> um, now there's been rumors that Kemba is the front runner to get signed by Boston. Thank God, that's gonna be an idiot. It's not over yet, but don't be an idiot 
And do not. not re-sign with the Hornets. I know the money's nice. And quite frankly, if someone said, yo, you can get 220 mil right now, I might do some. I might I might stay, but knowing no. me, I'm a competitor. Um, he can't because they they offered him well under well well under well the, they didn't yeah. offer me so basically what he said well you're right you're, yeah. you're kind of right in the sense that I remember at first the reports came out you saying like although he is eligible for the super max he would want the Hornets to build around him so he wouldn't take the super max and then I think the owner came out and said if they put if they give him super max that kind of puts them in you know constraints so they can't really go yeah. out to get players they want. But honestly, even if he gets a Supermax or don't get the Supermax and he got money left over, there's such a small market. I don't see any player in their prime going to team up with Kemba. And I don't really see them getting good draft picks as well, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't see them making any good trades unless it's like a player that's kind of a little past his prime, has an expiring contract, come there. Yeah. So I'm not staying there. I'm not staying there at all. So I like the move to Boston. I kind of like it even better than Kyrie Irving. Um Okay. He's a dog, man. He kind of basically does what Kyrie does. Obviously, Kyrie's a little bit more efficient, um, but it sucks. Be t- it sucks too because if you, from what they're saying, if you get Kemba, then you may lose their anchor in Al Horford. Yeah. So do they do they take a step backward or forward? They'd have to um, because they're going to lose him and they're going to lose Morris to oh. get Kemba, I think, to, cre- to to create that cap space. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think he meshes well with – I think he would mesh well with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, especially when they don't have to worry about um, Terry Rogier more like he's going to leave and they don't have to worry about Kyrie and whatnot too. Um, do you do you think that's going to work for them? And and how do you think they pan in, in the East top-tier teams? Yeah. I think it would be a blessing if uh, Al Horford stayed. I but to stay. It just doesn't seem likely. Again, he's a front runner for the Pelicans or what was the other team? I, I'm, I'm I got lost on the team, but yeah, the Pelicans, um, who will probably give him a good amount of money. Uh, where else am I at? Uh, Kimball Walker. So, per Stephen A. Smith, the Hornets offered Kimball Walker a, fi- a five-year around sixty million, which is well shy of the supermax option, and he. F- informed Charlotte that he wouldn't be returning. The Celtics expected to sign a three-time All-Star. I don't think the Celtics necessarily need a, the most efficient point guard. Granted, Kimba fills the fills the basket up. This year, he averaged 25, uh, shot 43% from the field, four rebounds, five assists. That's damn, that's damn good guard numbers, you know? And I think his field goal percentage will go up, too, because he really hasn't played around good pieces like that. And if the trajectory if if the trajectory is looking right in Jalen Brown Jason Tatum um I think he's going to be more efficient this year and they play a, such a good system that he's going to take good shots but sorry for cutting you off keep no, going no you're good it just he needs that system's going to going to work for itself and Kimba's going to be ready and willing to work in that system mm-hmm. he's not I don't foresee him being Kyrie-esque especially if he get, if he's already getting paid yeah I mean not I'm not Kyrie-esque as far as his attitude but just he's going to be able to dish the ball a lot more. He can run out the play. He doesn't have to have to, like, dish the ball in the traditional point guard. Dish it to one side, run through the corner on the other side, let it develop, let the young guys do what they got to do. But you can come in and you can go crazy, you know, from from being that after the swing action. So you, you pass it to the strong side, go over to the weak side corner, you know, have the guard come and slash into the paint or come set the off screen, do whatever, and then Kimba can come back around and – 
can really can really play well off of the pieces they have. And I think again, maybe Al Horford was fed up because of because you know the season they had this year was more than just Kyrie. It was a whole locker room thing. But I think if Al Horford can come back, they're they're a damn good team. You know, I, I put them up there again, top three in the East. So see what happens. Yeah, and we don't know what Kawhi is gonna do. Um, we don't know how the pace is gonna pan out when Victor Oladipo come back. How much time he's gonna need to gel back? Sure. Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Is D'Angelo Russell gonna stay? Is Kyrie gonna go? Um, Mo, uh, the Sixers. We don't know. If Jimmy's gonna rock. JJ Reddick's gonna rock. And then you said like Milwaukee, they may have that. They may have to go over the luxury tax just to retain Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. uh, Brooke Lopez, and then also uh, Chris Middleton as well too. So mm-hmm. the East could be very very spooky. Um, and there's just a lot of unknown going on right now, so we won't spooky. know for another week or so on what the East is going. East is going to look like very, very spooky hours. Um, AD um, and the Lakers. So one thing I want to say about that topic is one today is is crazy. LeBron James is passing the torch. So when I say passing the torch, he's giving AD number twenty three. How do you feel about that? That's that's crazy. That LeBron doing that. That's a thank you for this ring we're about to get. Yeah, thank that's you, it. thank you for this ring we're you know about to get. Now if Kawhi Leonard has something to say about that, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, how do you feel about him doing number twenty three? And do you think, uh, do you think LeBron's gonna go back to the classic number six Miami days? He's going back to six. Because is Lance still on there? Lance is wearing number six this year. He's taking Lance's number. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, whatever. They, they keep Lance. I know some fans are sick that they bought a number twenty three jersey. Do you just frame it now? Yeah, you frame it actually. And, just, and then just put the, the Lakers record from last season up there, too. <laughs> Let me stop throwing shade. Uh, he did miss 18 games. That, that went through my head, too. I was like, I would, you, you I frame, would it, frame it, put their record up there on, I, on gold right there, like a brown frame. <laughs> And then just put on gold, LeBron James, number 23, his record in that joint right Oh, there. God, I love this jersey. <laughs> oh, God. Like but, my, yeah, my how do you feel about that? <laughs> like, oh, God. Now, like my boy said, we were, we were, we were in Applebee's, and my man's uh, Money money Mullen, uh, we looked up, and he was like, that's the Lion King. Oh, God, I'm going to see that, Trey. Oh, God. <laughs> but now, on oh, God, like, they had a terrible season last year. Do you frame it? Nah. I mean, it's something cool to have. Mm-hmm. You frame the Cleveland 23 LeBron jersey. You frame the Miami 6 LeBron jersey. Even Olympic 6 LeBron. Even Olympic 6 LeBron. But, I mean, it's cool to have. And um, I think it's cool that, you know, that, that's in a lot of ways LeBron is saying, I'm just here to play basketball at this point. Like, he's in Space Jam. Like, dude, like, LeBron ain't got nothing else to prove. It, it's one of those things where, like, you get to the court and everybody's like, you fighting over, like, who got five, who got next. It's like, you know what? I'm not worried about it. I'm going to call down, and whoever comes in the gym can run with me. We'll see what happens. Granted, LeBron's boy AD did come into the gym, and now they're straight. They're probably going to run the court until everybody decides to go home after lunchtime and go to Chick-fil-A during campus. Shout out, v- <laughs> Shout out campus. <laughs> and, you know, Chick-fil-A on Saturday and stuff like that. But, like, why not? LeBron, I mean – a little bit of a change up. It's gonna be a new look team. You're competing for championships again. You know, you're around superstars. You're not doing everything. You're not Michael Jordan esque. You're getting it done. So hey. And they got that iconic picture during All Star Weekend when they're like pounding each other. I wonder. I just like thought of a joke. I was like, Yo, you think eighty is like, Yo, if I go to Lakers, let me get him in twenty three. He's like, 
just like the uh, video like <laughs> of LeBron and uh, Lonzo Ball talking last year when when LeBron here in Cleveland and LeBron put him aside. I was like, hey, don't do it right now. <laughs> yeah, um, dog. Yeah, so by LeBron, obviously it's just a number at the end of the day, but LeBron, let's be honest, besides those four years, his other 12, 13 years, he's been wearing number 23. Since he's been a kid, he's been wearing 23. Um, do you think him giving number 23 up is the sense that, yo, like, AD, you're in your prime right now. You're a freaking nature. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to still do what I got to do, but I'm going to kind of make you, I'm going to give you the keys. Yeah. You think that was kind of like a passing the torch right there, too, by him surrendering number 23? I think LeBron said it in the statement. He's like, I'm just giving the best player on our team the jersey he wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we know LeBron is more competitive than that, but at the same time, he's empowering, he's political, and he's smart. So, you know, it ain't no fuss in that. He, he's really just painting the picture for the, the media wants uh, or – Depending on the picture of what he wants the media to see, uh, making the locker room good, you know, him and AD is going to be crazy connection. AD is going to allow him to play two or three more years in his career than he would ha- be playing. Prime. Yeah, than he would be playing uh, without AD being there. And then they, they have AD waived that four. I think he he gifted it to him because AD waived that four thousand. Four million. Four million. That and four million dollars. Next, that, yeah. that that jersey cost eighty four million dollars. So it's like, hey, play in the number you want. Get, have the uh, Davis twenty three on the back. Get your jersey sales up. Cause that, that's big too. You're gonna get a portion of that. And uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that that was the gift for that. That wasn't yeah. because of anything else. It's like, all right, we're gonna get another superstar in here. Here, take twenty three. I was gonna rock out. I was gonna rock out. I didn't think about that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. So. Like you just said, and that's what I was going to go to next with this whole Lakers, AD, LeBron fiasco. Um, since he uh, didn't sign that $4 million bonus, that means that the Lakers will now have $32 million in cap space. So my question for you is, the fact that he did that, it makes me think. You had that $32 million in cap space, that must mean that you're about to go uh, for a marquee free agent and, um, for him to give with that $4 million as well, too. So my thing is, is like, Maybe they know who they're getting to. Maybe they know who they're getting to. Obviously, players are always talking. So do you think they can get that Kawhi, can get that Kyrie, that Jimmy Butler? Or if you have $32 million, you already have two legit top five players. Do you just fill out the roster with nice role pieces not nice role pieces for them? Like, what, do, what, what would you do? They're going to get some role players. or just, I think that's the best thing to do. They're going to get D'Lo. They're going to get D'Lo right back. You think you think that's who they're targeting? I mean, yeah, there's been rumors not, about that, but I'm not saying they have to offer him all the money they have. They can get D'Lo, they can get a shooter too. Yeah, I would get D'Lo for like eighteen to twenty mil, and then with that next thirteen million dollars left over, you can get like a Danny Green. Um, What's JJ's contract? Or you can like? get a Tobias Harris or something like that. Yeah. Um, or JJ Redick. JJ Redick would be tough as well too. He only got paid ten million dollars this year, and then last year he got the one year twenty million dollar deal. He had to move to LA from Philly. I mean, mm-hmm. to Philly from LA. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. I mean, it really just depends, honestly. So, if I'm them, I'm definitely investing my money um, into more players that better complement AD and LeBron as opposed to one big player, and then they're going to have to get other players as well, too. And another thing I want to talk about, and in the meantime, can you look at the notable like free agents this year? Okay. Another thing I want to talk about um, is. 
Melo and Jr. So it's been rumors that Melo more than likely, if he comes over to the league, he's going to join the Lakers, and Jr. Smith is going to join the Lakers as well too. Um, how do you feel about that? And do you see Melo fitting into um, the Lakers roster? So uh, with me, obviously, he's going to be a bench player. Yeah. But why not shift that around in the sense that you make him um, the focal point of your offense in the second in the second oh. um, when he's with the second unit, okay. where the ball goes through him and then. If he gets double teamed or whatever, he can just make that right play and dish it out to a shooter or whatnot. I think that's the best you can get out of Melo because I still think he can still give you, on a good night, a 20 ball or, you know, with his role now, 20 to 15 a night as well, too. I think I think that would be a solid pickup. Um, how do you feel about JR and Melo potentially going to L.A.? I think that's a solid team. I mean, JR is a streaky shooter, but, again, he's a shooter. And then – and I think JR can still defend. JR is a pretty good, good defender. Uh, Melo – Melo is a big bench boost. I mean, get in where he can fit in. But I think as long as he commits to defense, because, I mean, that's defense in, in the West. You want to have people that can come in, defend, and, you know, have some kind of offense sort of flow to them. I think Melo could be big for them as well as Jr. being who he is. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think it's a good move. Again, if you can get D'Lo, you can get them on, like, got veterans, man. Keep it going. Okay. Cool. Um, so the you know last topic of the day, uh, you know these players, you know free agency is about to um, tip off. So let me read this and give you guys the exact um, information right now. So based on my Googles, Sunday, June thirtieth, this Sunday at six p.m. Eastern time is the beginning of NBA free agency for the twenty nineteen twenty season. So uh, players will then be free to meet with teams to discuss terms on a potential contract. However. No free agents can actually sign any contracts with a few exceptions until noon of July 6th, which will be if July 4th is Thursday. That means Saturday of next week. Um, so we're looking at the list of free agents right now. Can we start from the top real quick? Okay. Why, Leonard, where do you think he goes? I think he stays with Toronto for one more year. Yeah. Um, they've just retained uh, Marcus Gasol, so I think they try to run it back and try to compete for a title because, like I said, we don't know what Philly about to do. We don't know what the Bucks about to do. Celtics are about to maybe take a step backward, yet a step forward. Um, and we got to see what happens with Brooklyn. Where do you think you go? Uh, Kawhi stays. Kawhi stays. Next, KD just declined his player option, expected, uh, you know, to pursue that super max. I think he's so great that teams will wait out for him. I think he shocks everyone. I think he goes to Brooklyn, team up with Kyrie. What do you think? Yes, and next person on the list is Kyrie. Kyrie yeah. to Brooklyn. Kyrie, Brooklyn, done deal. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler. I think – I don't know with him. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he's trying to do. Uh, he comes with a lot as well, too. Obviously, he's a dog. If I had to put my two cents on it, the smart thing would do is to stay with Philly. You guys lost in game seven to the NBA champions. Run it back. Yeah, run it back one more time. Run it back. That's the best. Kimmel Walker. Thank for his buck. Celtics. Celtics. Clay Thompson, Warriors. Stay with the Warriors. Uh, Tobias, Tobias Harris, Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. Um, he re-signs, or I think he Mavericks. Chris Milton. I think they want to keep Giannis happy. Bucks. He did what he had to do. Stay with the Bucks. D'Angelo Russell, Lakers. Lakers, please. Lakers, even though that's please. not a even that's not a on the list, but whatever. And I think that pretty much concludes everything. Al Horford. Um, Celtics, please. I think he re-signs with the Celtics. He takes a little bit less. Or he may shock us and go to the Pelicans or the Mavericks. That's what I'm thinking right now. Um, or the Knicks. 
if they want to just sign for one year. Boogie, I think he goes to the Knicks for one year for $20 million as Toss. well, too. Vucevic, that is tough. I say just stay with the Magic. They're yeah. building something there. They're pretty good, one of the best teams um, in the second half of the season. But, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> Sorry, camera's messing up, so audio is going to sound a little weird, but love you guys. You understand how everything's going. I promise I'll have a new battery for next time. Um, but, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to episode 54 of the Caesar Show. Um, I'm on YouTube now, Sir Caesar TV. Definitely check that out. At Sir Caesar, S-I-R-S-E-E-Z-U-S, the Caesar Show. At the Caesar Show, T H E S E E Z U S S H O W, the Caesar Show.com website. Still got the merch out. It's rocking it right here. I'm rocking it right here. I'm rocking it right here. We all everywhere. Last words of wisdom write down your goals, obtain them. Don't give up. Stay passionate. Stay consistent. Any last thing you want to say? Nah, man. Have a great week. Be have great. Have a great week. Be great. And tune in next time for another step episode. We out. Deuce.